Lessons from the Snow We have been experiencing historic snowfalls in Northern California. Hard as it is to imagine, some areas near Lake Tahoe have gotten nearly 50 feet of snow so far, with more on the way. Much less has fallen at Ananda Village, but still we've gotten more than any time in recent memory. With hills, freezing temperatures, and snowy roads, many of us have been snowbound. Here's the view from our living room this morning. For restless people, conditions like these are probably a torment. For yogis, being forced to go within is actually quite nice. The snow brings with it some wonderful lessons. Here are a few that struck me. Give help, receive help. During times of hardship, people of goodwill rise to the occasion. At Ananda Village, our maintenance crews have worked around the clock to help people cope with the icy roads. Our market staff has been delivering food orders to people, and many residents are feeding the birds and animals. High-minded people naturally want to serve others. But the snow is bringing another lesson, to be willing and grateful to receive help when offered. Many devotees are better at giving than receiving. This is a good quality in moderation, but becomes a spiritual flaw when taken too far. We need to learn the art of receiving also. Everything in life is a gift from the divine. It delays our spiritual progress if we ignore or reject the help that is given to us. In meditation, our first act should be to open our hearts, receive God's presence, and silently say, Thank you, God. Next, use the time well. Having one's schedule disrupted can be a good thing if you are flexible and can shift your energies to alternative activities. It sounds like this should be easy, but restlessness is one of the great curses of our time. According to our great masters, we live in a rajasic or restless age on a rajasic planet in a rajasic galaxy. Is it any wonder that people are habituated even addicted to activity. Mental restlessness is perhaps the greatest block to meditation. When circumstances shut down our normal schedule, let's use the time to turn our consciousness upward. For me personally, the snow gave me some time to paint, for which I was joyfully grateful. The inspiration came to do a pair of paintings of the same scene at different times of day, called dawn and midnight. And finally, live more in God. The greatest gift of inwardness, whether forced or voluntary, is the opportunity to turn a quieted mind toward living in God's presence. No matter the conditions or the place, we can always choose to turn our minds and hearts Godward. Yoganandaji stated it so poetically in this beautiful poem, Wherever we go, 
whether in Himalayan caves or crowded subway, whether in the concrete jungle of modern life or in a simple village in Hindustan. Wherever we go, teach us to seek thee out in all thy secret nooks, east, west, north, south, everywhere. I pray that for all of us, we can see behind every circumstance, good or bad, the hidden opportunity to live more in God. With joy, Nayaswami Jyotish. Well, as I said in the blog, this has been a historic snowfall. And many times we face things that force us out of our normal schedule. Certainly the whole world faced that with the recent pandemic. Many people, unaccustomed though they were to being alone or being in their own space, were housebound for long periods of time and had to drastically adjust their lives. If you're rigid and inflexible, having to adjust is a torture. But if you're flexible, it is actually very helpful spiritually. As you know, Davy and I travel a great deal, and it's good for us to be in different cultures, different countries, different languages, and, quite frankly, to live out of a suitcase or in a small room for months out of each year. That change of pace, change of environment, keeps our minds fresh and our hearts open and willing to receive and enjoy life. Too often we begin to ossify and shut down, and then we begin to dig a rut deeper and deeper. So the point here being, whatever circumstances come in your life, accept them. That's what God is giving you. Don't spend a lot of time wishing things were other than they are. They aren't going to be other than they are. Maybe someday they'll be back to what you prefer. But in the given present time, they are what they are. And it's much better to accept them and to figure out how you're going to uh, deal with them in a positive manner. The same is true in meditation. Sometimes we're restless in meditation. Sometimes we're dry. Sometimes devotion doesn't seem to flow. There are many things that block the upward flow of energy in meditation. But even in these negative times, if we just find whatever little channel we can to allow our ne our negative energy to be transmuted into a positive flow, then we will find a way out of the doldrums or the depression that we might be in. So negative circumstances, or I shouldn't say negative, all circumstances are neutral. Uh, neutral circumstances that are not to our liking may in fact be very helpful. And if we can accept them and learn some of the lessons, as I said, learning the lessons from the snow, um, it can be really a joyful time. So 
Let's be flexible. Let's be positive. But most of all, let's keep our minds and hearts turned toward God. God bless you.